Good morning, everyone. I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Today is the 7th of December, the 342nd day of this leap year of 2020, with a mere 24 days remaining until 2021. Toward the end of last week, the number of confirmed COVID-19 cases worldwide had topped 66 million, amounting to an increase of at least 4.8 million cases globally since the week before. The number of confirmed cases in the United States near the end of this past week bordered on 14.2 million, an increase of over 1.3 million cases since the week before. Concurrently, America's president-elect Joe Biden and his team of COVID-19 advisors are having initial meetings with Trump administration officials, continuing from the Operation Warp Speed briefing that began the week before, a welcome improvement over the previous uncooperative stances of outgoing President Donald Trump. Meanwhile, BBC News, in a recent COVID update, reports that vaccines from Pfizer, BioNTech, Moderna, and Oxford University's AstraZeneca are steadily advancing through the testing phases and provides a glimpse into the deep freeze delivery chain requiring special dry ice packs, each holding up to 5,000 doses for distributing the vaccines to international destinations. Then the shipments are trucked to freezer farms that can store the vaccines for up to six months at minus 70 degrees centigrade. From there, the dry ice packs have up to 10 days to reach a vaccination center and thereafter can only be stored for up to five days in a refrigerator between 2 degrees and 8 degrees centigrade. The vaccines are a new type called RNA and use tiny fragments of the virus's genetic code to start making part of the virus inside the body. Subsequently, the immune system recognizes the buildup as foreign and starts to attack. Elsewhere on the planet, India has been maintaining a close second place worldwide this past week with 9.6 million confirmed cases of COVID-19. Brazil continues in third place worldwide with 6.5 million confirmed cases this past week. France and Russia swapped places this past week, with Russia now in fourth place, having about 2.4 million confirmed cases only 71,000 cases ahead of France, now in fifth place, also having about 2.4 million confirmed cases. Spain and the UK also swapped places this past week, with the UK now in sixth place at about 1.7 million confirmed cases, only 2,000 cases ahead of Spain, now in seventh place and having about 1.7 million cases. Deaths from COVID-19 globally by this past Friday numbered 1.6 million. Total confirmed COVID-19 deaths in the United States near the end of this past week were over 277,000, an increase of at least 13,000 deaths from the previous week. In other words, nationwide, COVID-19 has been killing, on average, at least 1,857 United States citizens per day, though that is the average. On one of the worst days this past week, on Thursday, coronavirus deaths topped 3,100 in a single day. That's over two people dying per minute from COVID-19 in the United States on that day. Important to remember is that the United States has only about 4% of the world's population, but we currently have at least 21% of the world's confirmed COVID-19 cases and about 18% of the world's COVID-19 fatalities. So we continue as the number one hotspot for coronavirus deaths on the planet. Beyond doubt, COVID-19 couldn't ask for a better country to inhabit. We have proved from the beginning to be the most hospitable to the virus. 
Elsewhere internationally, second place in COVID fatalities goes again to Brazil, having over 176,000 deaths since the beginning of the pandemic. India is again in third place, having 140,000 deaths. And Mexico remains in fourth place, with close to 109,000 deaths since the beginning of the coronavirus pandemic. Heavenward, for us here in the northern latitudes of 40 degrees and above, the earliest sunsets of the year will be happening this afternoon. And tonight at 7.38 p.m., we'll have the last quarter moon for December. By this weekend, the waning crescent moon will be near Venus, and the Geminid meteor showers will begin peaking. Today in 1876, Willa Cather was born in Winchester, Virginia, but her parents soon moved the family to Nebraska during the Great Land Rush, attracting half a million pioneers from all over the world. Biographer Ed Morrow tells us that in church, Willa listened to sermons given in Danish, Norwegian, French, and English, as the level of education among the settlers was high. Willa was tutored in Latin by one of her neighbors, and Willa was tutored in the classics by her grandmother. Working as a journalist and a teacher before joining the staff of McClure's magazine, Willa Cather's first major success was the novel O Pioneers, a work celebrating the generosity and the industry of the Nebraska settlers and the beauties of the Nebraska landscape. Willa Cather observes, There are only two to three human stories, and they go on repeating themselves as fiercely as they had never happened before. Today, in 1941, Japanese forces attacked Pearl Harbor, Hawaii, prompting U.S. President Franklin Roosevelt to mobilize all forces, address Congress, propose a declaration of war, and swear that December 7, 1941 would be a date that would live in infamy. Today, in 1986, as the Iran-Contra hearings began heating up, President Ronald Reagan claimed that he had no knowledge Iran got armaments from the United States. And this week in Orono, we're winding up the final week of classes, not to be confused with finals week. Throughout, faculty will be attempting to make students somewhat comfortable about their options, though more than a few students have wearied of the variety of methods brought quickly into play the past semester to cope with the countless constraints of more or less trying to carry on the business of higher education during the onslaught of COVID-19. Today is also the birthday of Gian Lorenzo Bernini in 1598, of Madame, Madame Marie Tussaud in 1761, of Joyce Carey in 1888, of Eli Wallach in 1915, of Noam Chomsky in 1928, of Ellen Burstyn in 1932, of Harry Chapin in 1942, of Greg Allman and Johnny Bench in 1947, of Susan Collins in 1952, and of Larry Bird in 1956. For Morono, Maine, I'm R.W. Estella with a word in edgewise. Here's to the 12th official week of autumn 2020. The winter solstice is just around the corner.